When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben Bullen here with auto editor extraordinaire Scott Benjamin himself in the flesh. How are you doing, Scott? I'm doing well. Thank you, Ben. Yourself? Uh, you know, I'm doing, I'm, well, can I bare my soul to you for a second? Please do. Please okay. do. Okay. Well, let's have some Scott and Ben time here. <laughs> okay. uh, it was really sad. A close friend of mine had their car stolen oh, recently. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. I, I, don't, I don't ever like to hear about that happening. Yeah, um, well, I don't, I mean, I don't want to bring you down here with me emotionally, except to say <laughs> it, it was kind of confusing. You know, what, what makes somebody steal a car? Well, I, boy, I mean... I've never stolen a car. Have you ever stolen a car? I uh, not to my knowledge. No, no, but from I guess there are a few reasons that people would steal cars. I can tell you those. Okay, yeah, please. All right, well, I guess they, probably one reason would be you know just simple joyride. You've heard the term joyride. Before, oh yeah, right? yeah. Okay, that's just that's usually like a teenager just stealing the car, you know, wanting to get around town for the night. Just and kind they, of sowing uh, wild oats, huh? Yeah, I guess so. And then they just dump it somewhere, you know, mm. middle of the night, that type of thing. Uh-huh. That's probably uh, I guess the least destructive. Uh, car theft, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> is that the most common? Uh, you know that I don't know. I, okay. I couldn't tell you if it's the most common or not, um, because some of the reasons that people would like to take cars are for profit. Uh, they like to take the car and sell it. That's, oh, okay. That's one reason. Um, that's increasingly more and more difficult. Uh, yeah, because, isn't you know, it tough to yeah. sell a stolen car just because of the? Uh, they've got the serial number, yeah, the VIN number. VIN number is everywhere on cars right now. Um, it's it's. You know, like I said, it's becoming more and more difficult to do that. You know, if, if you were, I guess, bent that way that you want to take a car and take right. it. Right. Now, another reason would be for the parts, and uh, this is also a little difficult because there are VIN numbers on a lot of parts now. Some of the uh, the parts that you know are turning up in other cars. Um, so, yeah, the, the uh, you know, like the, carburetors or well, not carburetors anymore. Okay. But uh, what? <laughs> and what's nineteen seventy or what? <laughs> um, okay, so. 
people do take cars for parts, and the reason is that a car's parts are worth more than the whole car itself. Really? Yeah, that's right. They, um, you know, if you were to sell the car for parts individually, it's worth a lot more than selling the entire vehicle as a used car. Now, how, wait, how does that work, though? Well, people, it's called a chop shop. You've probably heard that before. I have, that I have before. heard yeah. of chop shops, they yes. steal. They steal the car, and they really they just strip it down to almost nothing. They take every part off the car. I now, mean, that's, the, uh, that's, that's kind of the, uh, the shell of the car sitting on a cinder block. In a shady garage <laughs> yeah. somewhere in an alley. Yeah, that's right. right. Or sitting, you know, yeah, that's right, in some alley somewhere. Uh, you see that in the movies a lot. Uh, that really does happen. Um, and people that strip cars can do it very quickly, and they're very effective at it, and they're, they're good. They know what they're doing. Um, now, it's not the right thing to do, of course, but, you know, it is profitable as well. Um, like I said, the parts are worth a lot more than the car itself. So let's say you've got a part that, you know, from the manufacturer would cost, you know, three, four thousand dollars. Okay, um, they're able to sell that part to, uh, you know, an automotive shop or a body shop or whatever it would be for three or four thousand dollars. It doesn't cost them anything, of course. You know, that's mm-hmm. uh, they make it. They make a ton of profit on this type of thing. So, is the combined value then of selling stolen parts more than the value of the car? Sometimes, much, much more. I how mean, you, how much are we talking? Uh, dramatic. I mean, uh, well, just ballpark you know let's say a car is worth you know complete a car is worth let's say 12 or 15 thousand dollars as parts that vehicle could be worth 60 or 80 thousand dollars um that's that's the type of you know, that's crazy money it really is yeah that yeah. that's great no you know i'm not condoning criminals at all <laughs> now i get it i thought people were just stealing cars you know the the first reason you said to, to ride around town, think they're cool or something. You oh, know? yeah, sure. And another reason that someone could steal a car, I mean, other than the money, would be to uh, use it in a crime. And that happens often that, you know, the, uh, suddenly your car is the getaway car. And, uh, you know, that vehicle can be traced back to you. It's not traced to the person that stole it, of course. So Does uh, that really happen that to really people? does. It really does happen, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's okay. Bad news. That's bad news. Well, I certainly don't want any of these terrible things happening to me or my car i mean it's not that great but of course not no one wants their car stolen that's uh any of those reasons would be bad i mean and and you're going to get the car back in much worse condition than it went away i can pretty much guarantee that i guess so right because they would have to it probably would be broken cannibalized for parts Mm -hmm. that's right yeah and just just the process of starting a car a lot of times you know for the for the the thief uh damages the vehicle is that the thing with the wires yeah, that's right. Yeah, you see that a lot. I, yeah, I, I, did, yeah, I they, saw uh, that, but I never, I never really. Oh, sure. They reach under the uh, under the steering column and sure. rip something out, and they touch two wires, and the car magically starts. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. No, that doesn't really happen. That oh, much well, that so. that's kind of comforting yeah. to me then, because <laughs> maybe an old old car that would happen, but uh, now manufacturers are, you know, they've got systems in place that are much more advanced than that, and the car just simply won't start. Well, uh, let's yeah. let's. I think that would make it, make us both feel a little bit better. What? Let's talk about what companies and what car owners are doing to prevent car theft. Oh, sure. That's easy. Um, engine immobilizer systems. And so it does exactly what it sounds like. It immobilizes your vehicle. Um, so if you don't have the right key to operate that vehicle, because the key is really integral into these systems right now, um, mm-hmm. if you don't have the right key to operate that car, it's not going to go anywhere. Is that is that uh, the key with a chip in it? Yeah, that's right. Most, okay. of, them, most of them have chips. Um, and they have little wireless transceivers that you know talk back and forth with the module right there in the ignition. Uh, okay. In the ignition of your car, um, and if 
you know, it doesn't it doesn't meet certain parameters, it's not going to start. Or it will start and it'll run for three seconds and then it'll die. Um, but you have to have the right key in order to operate that car. That's, okay. Uh, it's a great safety system. Yeah, that really seems like well. it now, would... Of course, there's ways around it, but, uh, oh. you know... Don't tell we me won't. That. We won't even talk about it. But uh, <laughs> there, there are ways around everything. Um, but really, that's a good system. Good What's uh, what? What are what are some other things? Now that sounds like that is something that comes from the car company itself, like yeah. GM or Toyota. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the keys are incredibly advanced right now and of course you're not going to be able to go to the hardware store and get a new key cut or anything like that but <laughs> you know some of them don't even have the metal part of the key anymore some of them are just simply a device that you plug into the the, the dash and uh you know that's what that's what communicates uh so you're obviously you're not going to go like i said to the hardware store and get mm -hmm. that cut right give me give me my future car key that's right, right. you're gonna have to go to the dealer and pay the uh 250 or 300 bucks that that key costs and have it programmed for your car and then you know there's a lot more that goes into it than it used to. Now, you know, I'm new to this idea. This uh, car, this whole car theft thing is just bowling me over. Mm -hmm. uh, do you remember those old annoying car alarms? Those kind of <laughs> eeny, eeny things? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got any more? Uh, oh, good. Okay. Yeah, that's the second sound. Yeah, a lot of people, um, you know, it's funny. I don't even really hear those anymore when they happen because uh, I find what happens is that somebody that's trying to get into their own car has just forgotten that they've had their oh, alarm yeah. set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, that's me. Um, a that's lot of, me. you know, you're numb to that sound anymore. Everybody's, you know, desensitized. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're great and they were great at the time, you know, because everybody paid attention to them when they were new. Uh, now I think they've lost some of their effectiveness. I really do. Okay. So um, now they're just loud but easily ignored, maybe like the sound of construction or something. That's right. Yeah, you do, it's, I want to say, almost like white noise. But, you know, you may wow. you may notice that it's happening, but mm -hmm. uh, you certainly don't run out of the house and look to see what's going on when you hear an alarm, you know, maybe in your apartment complex or something. Uh, you should, but, you know, most people don't. Are car companies doing anything to fix that? Well, Ben, there's something like OnStar that, you know, that that's a system that, you know, they can track where the vehicle is and, you know, what's happening with the car. They can tell you even if your airbags have gone off or they can, you know, <laughs> they can tell you the uh, con the condition of your transmission oil, you know. So um, it's a very advanced system and, you know, that's that's got its place. But um, maybe one of the more popular ones is the the LoJack system. Oh, I've heard of LoJack, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a that's a great system, really. Um, you know, that's, that's one where... Um, that's a, that works on a radio signal also, which is kind of unique. Um, okay. So it doesn't require a line of sight to the sky to operate. Like it's a not, satellite system would. Yeah, it's not a, it's not really a GPS system. It's a radio system. And okay. uh, they're able to find cars quickly, and it's very effective. Uh, I think they have something like a 90% recovery rate on those cars. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. And when you consider, I think the last number I heard was something like there's a car stolen in the United States every 26 seconds, I believe it is. Um, you know, that's a lot of cars. So if they all had low jack... Uh, be in much better condition every you know. 26 seconds that's right yeah wow yeah that's uh more than you would think so some ways that we can stop our cars from being stolen would be to make sure that we have a, a pretty efficient keyless entry system yeah right? that's right mm -hmm. okay that's one way and then to maybe consider getting some sort of gps system or some sort of tracking system for a car yeah that's another way that's okay. a good way and then I think the coolest of, of what we've been talking about so far is the immobilization of the engine. Mm -hmm. That 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 just strikes me as, you know, if you're a criminal, that is a bad day for you. Oh yeah, that's right. It will it will slow you down. It won't uh, won't prevent it, but okay. it will slow them down. Uh, some it may may deter 
theft in some cases, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the that's the goal. But uh, I guess nothing's 100%. Okay, okay. Hold on just a second, Scott, because you and I, we both, we never talked about it, but we both know how cartoonishly cheap I am. Mm-hmm. And right. all of yeah. this stuff, while it sounds effective, also sounds pretty costly, pretty high-tech, which makes me, my first thought is, it's probably going to break. Well, that's, there's a chance of that. I mean, I guess anything that's going to hurt you in the pocketbook is something that you got to consider more than once, right? Sure, yeah. It's, but I, you see what I'm saying? I'm kind of uncomfortable with the idea of, of relying on this high technology that's costly to maintain. I probably have to pay for a service for the satellite tracking. That's right. You know, there's, there's a solution for you or someone like you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it depends on where you are, but th- this example that I've got here, it, it comes from Arizona. So okay. uh, there's there's another level to this, really. Um, this is extremely low-tech. I don't believe it costs anything. Oh, um, you're you speaking s- my language. That's right. <laughs> you sign up for something that's a, it's a watch program, and right. you volunteer for this, really. Okay, so what you do is you, you notify authorities. You, you fill out their form, however this works. I think it was an online form that I saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, you give them the vehicle information, you know, your vehicle information, mm-hmm. and what you're essentially doing is you're giving them permission to pull your vehicle over anytime they see it. Uh, between certain hours, and I think the hours are between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. Oh, okay. So your car is on the road at any time between 1 and 5, they're going to pull it over for no other, you know, no other reason than just to check it out and make sure that that's you behind the wheel. Okay. That's so that, not, that, you know what? That's not a bad idea. It is, yeah. Or, is that when most cars are stolen or uh, something? Or? That I don't know, but um, it must have proven to be you know the time when uh, yeah. that type of activity happens i guess yeah. and, and this one has like i said another level because of where it is it's in arizona so if your vehicle is ever within i think it's one mile um of the of the u.s mexico border they'll pull it over even if it's the middle of the day doesn't matter when that happens um, so that you know mm. somebody's trying to make a break for the border with your car <laughs> you know they're gonna they're gonna spot it even if it's you know if, even if it's you out running an errand they may pull you over well now Let's be honest. We've all, at some point, thought about stealing a car and driving to Mexico. Oh, uh, I don't know, Ben. Not me. I, sorry. Well, no. you're gonna. You know what? You are in for a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> at some point in your life, <laughs> that epiphany is gonna hit you. <laughs> well, it sounds like car theft is gonna, unfortunately, keep continuing, or, or maybe even increase as people profit from from selling these parts yeah there's no end to that um you know the profit will always be there for doing something like this we don't condone it of course but no. uh, it's it's always there um yeah th- th- there's no way around that then i i guess we could even say that we go so far away from condoning it that if you're a car thief listening to this right now maybe you should just become a legitimate auto dealer <laughs> Or auto parts dealer. Well, maybe auto parts dealer might auto be. Auto parts, uh, That's yeah. right. Yeah, that may be the better angle there on that. Yeah. Well, fortunately, it sounds like we've learned a, a couple ways to uh, prevent car theft. Scott, thank you so much for uh, helping me figure out how, how to work this work this out. I don't know if I'm ready to have my car pulled over mm-hmm. with quite that alarming frequency, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I am definitely going to look into uh, being a better car owner and a little more careful about my alarm system. Well, good luck with that. And uh, I really hope your friend gets his car back. As do I, Scott. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back next time. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at howstuffworks.com.
Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. 